0: Hi, and welcome to the Badger Extra podcast for March 1st, 2024. I'm Todd Nolesky from Badger Extra and the Wisconsin State Journal with you this week to preview a big week of hockey for the Wisconsin men's and women's teams playing at home as they chase championships. Stay with us later in the show for interviews with defenseman Anthony Carr from the men's team and forward Casey O'Brien from the women's team. But first, let's address what's a little bit of an elephant in the room with what's coming this weekend in a big series for the Badgers men against Michigan State at the Kohl Center. The games 8 o'clock Friday and Saturday nights will decide the Big Ten champion. Michigan State comes to Madison with a two-point lead and two games left to play. So the Badgers need to get either five or six points out of the series to pass the Spartans if they get four points means the teams are co-champions, but the Spartans will get the number one seed and the bye in the next week's first round of the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Anything less than four points for the Badgers means the Spartans are champions uh, on their own and uh, get that number one seed. The Badgers would be number two and then host Ohio State in the first round uh, best of three series at the Kohl Center next weekend. Uh, it, it's going to be a big weekend at the Kohl Center and they're expecting some big crowds. Uh, I heard earlier this week, 11,000, more than 11,000 tickets have been sold for both of the games. Uh, but if you were hoping to watch the games on TV, you're going to need a big 10 plus subscription. And that's the elephant in the room. I was mentioning the games aren't on a channel that comes through cable or satellite, so like we've seen with men's and women's hockey for most of the season and and now some with football and men's basketball games as well there was a men's basketball game on peacock against indiana earlier this week uh things are increasingly moving towards streaming uh, the The Big Ten network only picked the Badgers for four games on on linear TV through the network this season that was tied for the lowest in the conference with Michigan State which of of course then it ends up being the Badgers and the Spartans playing for the championship on the final weekend uh, when both of the other series happening around the Big Ten are being featured on BTN. Penn State playing at Ohio State on Friday. Michigan playing at Minnesota on both Friday and Saturday. Now, there's, there's a good reason why BTN wants Michigan and Minnesota on the network those games from everything we've been told and the numbers we've seen get the highest ratings for hockey on BTN. That's already a pretty low number because hockey ratings don't come close to matching what they see for, uh, you know, football, basketball, volleyball, wrestling a lot of times has has drawn bigger numbers. So there's a pretty limited amount that they're going to put on BTN as it is. And when they do, they want to see some high numbers for it. So Uh, you want to, if, if you're programming, you want to see big numbers and Michigan and Minnesota have delivered that in the past and that the TV schedule was made before the season. So they, and they didn't leave any wiggle room in for the last two weeks to have some flex space to, to change things around or decide, you know, really with a couple weeks notice, which games were going to be on TV. They, they slotted in that Michigan, Minnesota series, uh and you know, they were picked to finish number one and number two in in the conference uh, by the coaches before the season. So it made sense that if they're playing on the final weekend, there's going to be something on the line probably. And, and there is they're they're but they're playing to see who finishes third and who finishes fourth uh, because Michigan State and Wisconsin have have passed them by in the conference and and really been the dominant teams creating some space for the at number one and two between uh three and four. So now BTN and the conference have some egg on their face this week because the series that means the most this weekend is the only one that isn't getting any Big Ten network airtime. I had a Wisconsin official say to me this week, gee, you think Wisconsin and Michigan State are going to get on the network a little bit more next season? And of course, the answer is yeah, probably because uh, they'll be coming off of pretty good seasons and a lot more will be expected of them. But that doesn't do much for people this weekend who are hoping to watch it on TV because uh, it's, it, it's it's tough to, to bring people in and subscribe to BTN Plus if you're just a casual fan. A lot of serious fans uh, probably already subscribe to it because you, you need to to see a lot of the games. Uh, the, the quality does vary from site to site in the Big Ten, though. Uh, and, of course, then if you want to watch games at Notre Dame, you also need to subscribe to Peacock because Notre Dame has a deal with NBC, and that means their home games go to Peacock. We're seeing this, though, in multiple sports, multiple levels, where you need to have, as a consumer, a few different different subscriptions to be able to see everything you want to see in live sports. And I'm sure that's the net, network's preference uh, so that they can recoup some of that uh, you know billion dollars or whatever they're spending for rights to show games uh, in, in college sports and really in pro sports is coming too uh, they only get a, a tiny amount out of your cable or satellite bill every month so the answer for them is is putting more important games on streaming service services to get you invest there too um, it, it's hard to see where that's going to change in the future so people should probably get used to this setup. Uh, but it, it, I guess it would be great if the Big Ten uh, could provide a, a consistent level of production across the board with hockey. Um, what you get on Peacock for Notre Dame home games is, is a really good example of how it should work. It, it's a TV level production. But when you get to that, you have to have costs involved. And I'm, I'm sure you know where the cost has kind of come out for people. It's, it's the consumer that ends up paying for that uh, at the end. Um, so there's, uh, a lot of hand wringing about this, uh, this series not being on TV and, you know, with, with good reason, but there's also, you know, legitimate answers of, of why, uh, this is happening, why this is kind of the future of, of things in big 10 hockey. Now I will say, I wrote about this earlier this year. There is another factor here that, you know, we're, we haven't discussed yet. Mm-hmm. And that was that, um, these games, last season would have been on Bally sports, Wisconsin more than likely because Wisconsin had a deal with, uh, you know, a production deal to get those games on TV uh, that contract run out, ran out. And the uh, the parent of Bally sports has, has been in bankruptcy. So can't negotiate any new contracts. So that's why you're, you've seen this year, Wisconsin and Minnesota games no longer on Bally sports, either Wisconsin Bally sports, North, um, Minnesota set up a deal with a local uh, television station. Wisconsin did not. So most of Wisconsin games have been on just BTN+. Plus. Uh, that seems to be the way that things are headed. So um, I guess, like I said before, uh, time to get used to it. Anyway, on to the hockey. As I mentioned before, the Badgers men need to win five or six points against Michigan State to win the Big Ten Championship. Uh, if they don't, they get that number two seed. They play next weekend at the Kohl center against Ohio state, uh, in the big 10 tournament. Uh, then it's going to be the NCAA tournament for the Badgers men for the first time in three years. Uh, the first season under, under coach Mike Hastings has produced a lot more, a lot sooner than most people expected. I talked earlier this week with Badger senior defenseman, Anthony Kerr about how all those factors are in mind for the team, but they're trying to keep the focus on what's right ahead for them
1: yeah you said it right there um it's all about keeping the day-to-day going uh not losing sight of what's in front of us but not uh getting out of the moment either so obviously this is an exciting time of year this is what you play for all year um but yeah we have to keep it day by day get our work in
0: each day uh and take it take it one step at a time what about the first series that you played at michigan state when they won twice in november sticks with you and i guess maybe it's something you that you feel like you guys need to write or either as a team or personally coming into this weekend? For sure. Anytime you give up uh two games in a row, uh to a
1: team, kinda get left with a sour taste in your mouth. So uh I mean we've had this day circled since whatever it was in November. Um we knew this was gonna be the last series of the year and uh yeah, it's time for us to uh kinda take that taste and And use it uh, to our advantage and just kind of remember how we
0: felt and we want to do that same thing leave them with that taste in their mouth. I remember your freshman year 2020-21 also ended with a series against Michigan State and that was in East Lansing and you guys won a Big Ten championship there Uh, so there's some comparisons to be made obviously that was not a direct you know number one versus number two kind of matchup like this is but do you do you think back at all in terms of how this team compares to to that team it feels like there's maybe some things that are similar but a, a, a lot of differences in in just the how this team is built compared to to the way that team was with Caulfield and 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 the kind of everyone driving the things up front that way
1: for sure um yeah it's it's a lot different uh Obviously, yeah, we kind of thought of that a few days ago, just how that was what our, uh, how our season and a regular season ended in my freshman year um, in Michigan State. But uh, yeah, it's again, two different teams, two different years. Um, like you said, we kind of had that firepower my first year um, with Cole and uh, Dylan. Um, this year, I think we're just we're a whole team we're connected um, all four lines that can contribute and then all 60 that are out there and then we've got Kyle in the back of the net um, and we've got yeah grammar and, and Benny too so we, we're a deep team um,
0: and I think that's just what's helped us get here and what's gonna keep us going you've played with Daniel Lash most of the season on a deep pair. How have you guys, I guess, gotten to know each other better on the ice, off the ice, what, and what does that mean when you're able to play consistently, consistently with someone throughout an entire season? Yeah, it helps a lot.
1: Um, just little tendencies—you know where he's going to be on breakouts, or I know where uh, he's going to be on the blue line. Kind of, we just know where each other are at, and that helps going down the long run. I mean, when you're switching up uh, D partners like I've done in the past, or other guys have done in the past. Um, it is a bit difficult uh, just to get that like connection that you have, but when you're with a guy for the whole year, and Latcher and I have been great friends uh, since he came in, and even going back, we've we've known each other for quite a while before this, before Wisconsin, so um, it's been cool to kind of mend that relationship and get close with him, and it uh, just definitely
0: helps on the ice as well. You guys have been through a lot together here. I mean, obviously, you know, just the last few years, but to be in this situation now, to have a chance at a Big Ten Championship going into the final weekend? How does that, I guess, motivate the team, but also, I guess, have to keep it grounded a little bit to know that it's a lot to play for, even if something doesn't work out for you this weekend? Exactly, and yeah, you said it kind of there.
1: obviously have to keep what's uh, in perspective or keep everything in perspective. Um, again, what going back to the beginning, take it day by day. But it is special. Um, I think that's why a lot of us came to Wisconsin in the first place is the history we have of uh, winning here. And that's what we've been wanting to bring back. And we have that opportunity uh, coming up in this next month and a half.
0: So, yeah, it's pretty special. You missed a lot of the second half of last season. Injuries. You were out a couple weeks ago with an injury. Did you worry that you know maybe you might have to miss out on more this year because this is uh you know the time of the year everyone wants to be playing and everyone wants to be at their best how how much of a worry was there for you a couple of weeks ago yeah
1: I think uh initially I was a bit worried um just never had a shoulder injury and uh the first time having that but uh every day um I could feel it getting better uh wasn't quite ready for the Ohio State series um but, yeah, after after that weekend, felt good coming into the few practices, so it definitely took a weight off my shoulders. And, yeah, feeling good now, so ready to go
0: forward. How did that weekend, or I guess maybe the aftermath of the weekend at Ohio State kind of refocus the team? Because you, you never want to go a weekend without getting a win, but it feels like you guys rebounded at Penn State, and going into Penn State had a really good week of practice from what we heard, right. and uh, it seemed like that maybe dialed everyone in and they can use that kind of as you go now toward the end of the radio season then in the playoffs yeah i mean it's a long season and
1: uh it's hard to stay at the top everyone's trying to stay at their top for the whole season and i think we kind of let what our standard is uh we kind of let that slip that weekend in ohio state so um definitely put everything again into perspective um and just made us realize that hey we we need to be at our best, we need to play to our standard, practice to our standard, um or else you know we're gonna lose those two games that we did on that weekend, so like you said, that whole practice week um, last week was huge in preparing preparing for Penn state, um and yeah, that showed with the results, so
0: yeah. You're in your fourth year with this team. Obviously, the first three were, the, were under a different coaching staff. How, did, how long did it take you to kind of get on the same page with this new group personally? And then as you, as you look around the room, how long it took the team to kind of be together and kind of pointing all in the same direction?
1: Yeah, I think uh, right away you're, just, you're ready and eager to uh, hear a new message, um, have a new perspective. So I don't think it was really about time uh, that it took for buying in. I think that was there from the, from the get-go. I think it was just uh, the whole team completely buying in, um, which did happen pretty fast, I'd say. I think everyone was hungry. Um, the group we have, we knew we could win. Um, so, yeah, it was just about kind of coming together as a team and then applying everything that the message was sent to us from from coaches uh, and just like actually applying that and putting it into place um that's kind of how it all came together
0: you're from an athletic family your dad played hockey played in the east coast league and uh your sisters both play soccer if if i understand it right um how did that impact you growing up in terms of just knowing that you know there's there's a lot of sports happening and and that's kind of maybe what drove you into the the path you're on here for
1: sure um i think just growing up in in winnipeg uh in, in canada kind of hockey is just what you do there um obviously having my dad who who played for had a pretty long career um you know that just obviously that was like the first sport that I got into so uh yeah sports for my whole childhood um had my sisters there pushing me and uh we'd compete against each other which was a lot of fun looking back on it um so yeah that was always always kind of uh, the kind of the forefront of my life school and, and sports
0: so yeah that's how it went You're majoring in personal finance correct? Correct. What's, what's the outlook there? Do you, do you have kind of like a goal in mind for after you know whenever hockey is done um, what you'd like to do with that?
1: Yeah that's a good question um, obviously I completed the personal finance degree um, and kind of just seeing what my options are you know I, I want to play hockey for as long as I can uh, and then after that I'm Uh, probably just gonna take it it's gonna be a different approach Um, won't be quite what I approach hockey like it's gonna be more of the real world so um, yeah just kind of looking at maybe connections I have um, hearing from other people what they what they're talking about and then just yeah hopefully finding something that
0: that I want to do for the rest of my life you've got an extra season to use you planning on using that or don't know yet
1: you know I kind of just want to keep this year uh the focus and yeah obviously that extra season's there um it's it's a special place I love
0: this place um I'd definitely come back so we're gonna see Anthony Kerr and the Badgers play Michigan State this weekend in the final series of the regular season Big 10 championship on the line. When we come back, we'll talk about the Badgers women's hockey team as they move into the postseason from the regular season, and we'll hear from senior forward Casey O'Brien. Stay with us on the Badger Extra podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, Welcome back to the Badger Extra Podcast. I'm Todd Nolesky. The Badgers women's hockey team finished the regular season last week uh, with two really intense games at LeBron Arena. They lost to number one Ohio State 3-1 on Friday before they rallied for a 4-2 win over the Buckeyes on Saturday. The, The Badgers winning streak ended at 15 games with the loss on Friday, but the Badgers then ended Ohio State's winning streak at 16 games on Saturday. Uh, and Wisconsin can go into the postseason with, with a lot of confidence that, that it can not only play with the Buckeyes, who've shown themselves to be the best team in the country for most of the season, but also come away with a win. And that's pretty big because it seems like the WCHA and NCAA championships are going to go through Ohio State. And all of that is coming up over the next four weeks. It, it it's, it's a fast postseason in women's hockey. You get... Two weeks of the WCHA tournament, you get two weeks of the NCAA tournament, and then that's it. So uh, you have to be at a a really high level going into it. Uh, The Badgers open the WCHA playoffs this weekend with a best-of-three quarterfinal series against St. Thomas at Le Arena. The games are at 5 o'clock Friday, 4 o'clock Saturday, and 4 o'clock Sunday. The Sunday game is necessary only if the teams split the first two games. Uh, the Badgers are 11 and 0 all time against the Tommies. Uh, the Tommies in their third season at the Division One level. Wisconsin trying to keep the intensity up from the last two weeks of the regular season, where they had the the rivalry games against Minnesota and then the the two number one versus number two games against Ohio State. I talked this week with Casey O'Brien, who's on an absolute tear over the second half of the season. Uh, 30 points in her last 16 games. She scored twice. Uh, to bring the Badgers back from a two nothing deficit against Ohio State last Saturday, uh, setting up then Layla Edwards to score the uh, the go ahead goal uh, a, a few minutes later off a give and go with Casey O. Or, I'm sorry with uh, uh, Kirsten Sims, uh, and then Layla Edwards scored into an empty net to make it four two for the final. Uh, I asked Casey O'Brien how long it took the Badgers and her to wind down from that adrenaline rush that was pretty obvious after the game Saturday night.
2: Yeah, honestly, um I think it took at least 24 hours like the next day. A bunch of us were hanging out going to get coffee and we just kept saying like do you guys like do you remember we just beat Ohio State. It was a pretty awesome feeling and I think um it took us a little bit to kind of get off that rush, but now we're focused on what's ahead with St. Thomas in the playoffs.
0: The goals that both tied that game and then gave you guys the lead. You scored the one that that tied it. Both of them in the third period really kind of among the most consequential and prettiest goals of the season um, how good does it feel when everything kind of clicks on a goal like you scored your second one on, in the third period there it's a pass from Shayla to, to Lacey Eden who gets it back to Britta who flips it over to you how, how good does that feel when it all comes together
2: It's honestly the best feeling. Like, when we're playing our best hockey is when kind of everybody's involved in goals like that. And so I think just for that play to start out with Shayla in the D zone, she made a wonderful pass to Lacey. Obviously, Lacey's skill, um, that was an insane pass to Britta. And then just for Britta to make that sauce, like, every part of that was – um, perfect basically and I think that's a reflection of how we play when we're playing our best. Obviously in the beginning of the game I don't think we came out um, playing like that at all but um, when we are able to execute like that I think we're pretty unstoppable and I think that showed especially in the third period.
0: There's been a couple games in the second half of this season where your belief could have been tested. I think about the, the game at Duluth when you're down 4-1 going to the third you're down 2 nothing against Ohio State how did, I guess, how did the team kind of press on and just kind of keep on the path to knowing that you you have an ability to come back and, 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 and what did it take to, to keep that moving?
2: I think it's um, honestly just, there's a belief within ourselves. I think we're pretty aware of the roster that we have. I think probably every single person on our team could be one of the best players on any team in the country, which is a huge thing. And so I think like in Duluth, when we were down, going into the third period um, the most in- interesting thing to me was like not a single person in the room was down in between the second and the third like everybody knew we were gonna win that game it was kind of a weird thing where like you would think like you guys should probably you know be trying to get it together but we all kind of had this calmness about us and that this trust within each other where we knew we were gonna come back and so I think in the second game against Ohio we kind of had that same feeling the energy in the locker room I think we knew we had the moment momentum on our side and we just believed in each other we believed in the person next to us and that's who we were playing for and so when we're able to execute on that feeling it's pretty special and I'm not sure any other team in the country has that
0: you said after the game Saturday that you have a feeling you'll play Ohio State again how how important is it then to know that you can beat them instead of know that you can just be in a game with them like you were the first three times you're you're there with them but to to get over the top in the fourth had to be a, a big thing going forward
2: yeah, it's definitely huge. I think we, kind of all season, we knew that we could beat them, um, but it's another thing to go out there and actually do it. And so, obviously, playing in their rink is a little more difficult, and so to not get a single game when we're there um, in the first half of the season is kind of rough. But I think when they came here, we uh, we knew we were going to get at least one off of them, and thankfully we did. But um, going into whether it's the final face-off or the ncaa tournament um i think you know we all kind of expect to see them again and so just knowing what it takes to beat them like we know how to do it now um, we know what we need to do and i think when we play them again it, the game is going to be up to us and um, our decisions our execution how we if we decide to show up that day and so i think that gives us a lot of confidence knowing that um that outcome could be in our hands it's
0: the best of three series with st thomas to open the WCHA playoffs here this weekend at Le Arena you beat them four times this season how do you keep the intensity where has been for these last two weeks knowing that you know you play Minnesota there's a rivalry there you play Ohio State there's a rivalry there you want to keep that going as you get into the playoffs I would imagine what's been the focus this week to try and make sure you're you're staying at the level you were at these last two weeks
2: yeah, I think we're trying not to get too far ahead of ourselves thinking about the final face-off or anything, but uh, St. Thomas is a good team. They're, they've gotten so much better over the past few years since entering the league, and I think our biggest thing is like, realizing we can't underestimate anybody, um, even though we don't have maybe the same rivalry with them as we do with uh, Minnesota or Ohio. I think um, we're ve- very aware that we can't go in taking this lightly, and so just in practice we've been focusing on some things that um, we watched in video that they're they focus on that they're good at um, so to fight that but I think our biggest message throughout this whole thing is that we're going to be just fine as long as we stick to our team's identity and play our best because when we do that there's no team that can beat us.
0: You've been on a roll personally lately. Uh, in regular season, a career-high 56 points. You're plus 43, which sounds great until you realize Britta Curl is plus 48. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, kind of ridiculous. Points in your 16 of your last 19 games going on in the playoffs, including 12 straight at one point. What have you found in your game in these last couple of months that has, has let you play at that level?
2: Um, honestly, I think um – Points hasn't really been, like, a you know, something that I've been too focused on, and obviously it's great that it's been going well for me lately, but um, I think that with the line changes and the kind of types of games, um, some of that has helped. I think, like, you know, when you change the lines uh, in the third period or the second period, it kind of gives you some extra spark, and for all three people on that new line that might have not played together, it kind of gives a new energy, and so I think sometimes that's helped. And then I think also just some of the big games that we've played like for me personally those are kind of the reasons why I like to play I like the big games against the rivals with you know something big on the line and so I think just those types of game allow me to step up and play my best hockey and if that results in goals or assists on the score sheet that's great but if not um, I'm perfectly perfectly content with just playing um, how I think what's good and yeah <laughs>
0: You played for Team USA in the Under 18 World Championship and some collegiate series games, but you got your first look with the senior national team back in December at the Rivalry Series. How did that experience impact you and maybe help kind of develop what what you're talking about there and being, uh, you know, in in a, in a better place where you are here now?
2: Yeah, so um, I feel like for the past maybe what four years I've been kind of invited to these senior national team camps and I'm like have been yet to make a roster and so to be picked for Um, this that rivalry series was a pretty amazing feeling because I feel like I've always kind of been looking in from the outside Um, and so to get a crack at that just to be in the locker room um, around like a lot of the veterans who have been at it for so many years and just to kind of see the process and what's it like to like finally be on that was pretty special I think the biggest thing for me was just in practices and stuff like playing with them I realized like I am up to the level. I feel like I'm very confident in who I am as both a player and a person. And so that was kind of validation that um, I am right there, that I can compete and skate with those girls. And so I'm hoping for an opportunity to make that team again at the World Championships.
0: The Badgers have kind of what's developed as a new tradition this season here at Le bon where after wins, you send someone to jump into the glass into the knock over the pyramid of cans that the uh, student section has accumulated. Um, who's done that best and who needs to step up their game a little bit?
2: Um, I feel like... Layla and KK are pretty good with that. I, they kind of take it, like, full throttle. They go full speed, um, really shake the glass. That, also.
0: that glass isn't – like, that's solid glass, dude. That doesn't move a whole lot, does yeah,
2: it? Yeah, no, it doesn't at all. But um, I've also seen a few people, when they do it, kind of fall. So – when that was my first time doing it this past week, and that was my biggest thing is, like, do not fall. Um, so I might not have had the most powerful one, but I was glad to stay on my feet. But, yeah, mine was probably the weakest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you got maybe another few chances to, to, to get on that this rest of the way here. You've got another year to play of eligibility. What, what I guess what are you looking toward in the future, I guess, the rest of your hockey career here, whether it's another year here, we we've seen what the emergence of the pwhl has done for women's hockey how does that impact your future and i guess what you're what you look for in terms of keeping playing hockey
2: obviously with the uh, pwhl like i as much as anyone like hope it succeeds and um keeps going at the rate it is i think with college hockey um I think some of the WCHA is some of the best hockey in the entire world, and so um, I'm in no rush to get out of here. Um, I think letting the league develop, kind of without me rushing into league, is where I'm at. I think I'm definitely—I know I'm going to take my fifth year um, for sure, stay in college. But um, right now, I'm just focused on this season and trying to win a national championship with Wisconsin. Um, I love this place, and yeah, I'm just focused on what's going on right now.
0: The Badgers and St. Thomas open the WCHA playoffs with a best-of-three series starting Friday at Le Arena. My thanks to Casey O'Brien and Anthony Kerr for their time this week, and thanks to you for listening. We've got a lot of hockey content on BadgerExtra.com this week, and we'll have more in the weeks ahead during the playoffs. So check out the site and I, I hope you'll consider becoming a subscriber to support our work. We've got a lot of football content, men's basketball content, obviously, uh, is going into the postseason soon on the basketball side as well. Uh, football has recruiting and spring spring practices coming up soon, believe it or not. Uh, so, uh, check that out. Make sure you check out the subscription options and, uh, Uh, it would be great having you on board. For everyone at Badger Extra, I'm Todd Molesky. Uh, Enjoy the hockey this weekend, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.